The information provided in this show is intended for your general knowledge only and is not intended to be, nor is it, medical advice or a substitute for medical advice. If you have or suspect you have a specific medical condition or disease, please consult your health care provider. You're now listening to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. <laughs> What's up, health heroes? Tim James here, founder of ChemicalFreeBody.com and your host for the show that simplifies and demystifies how to live an energetic life with a flat belly. So if you're into a healthy gut and staying young, then this is the show for you. What's up, health heroes? Tim James here with another exciting episode of the Health Hero Show. Today in the house, I've got for a second time, which is very rare here, we have Dr. Shiva Ayadure. He is an MIT uh, scientist, inventor, and more importantly, just a He's a working class person that came bottoms up that has been involved in through academics in the establishment, learned system science, which is the basically the art, uh, the engineering system principles to everything in life. I've actually, uh, you know, years ago, I, I picked him up on a, a feed on YouTube about the immune system, and I had been studying the immune system for years and learning more about it, what I'd been lied to, which led me to have all my health issues. Then I turned my health around. And I knew this guy was right on point because everything he was saying was exactly what I'd experienced in real life and my health and in coaching over 600 people in the trenches one-on-one, -on -one, I knew that he was the real deal. So I, uh, I started following him and then I actually told my girlfriend at the time, I said, I'm going to get to know that guy and I'm going to become friends with him because I believe in what he believes. And we're really glad to have you back on Dr. Shiva. Thank you for being here. Good to be here, Tim. How are you doing? Dude, I am doing fantastic. My life is an ecstatic explosion of joy and synchronicity. How are you? I'm doing good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So we wanted to have him back on because when One you second. have- hey, John, John, can you come here for a second? John, can you just grab me some water? Thanks. Yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No worries, dude. Yeah. So one of the reasons why I have, back, have you back on is because uh, you're running for US presidency, right? So I wanted to know why you're running for US presidency. And I know because- I know that the health system is, is crumbling, our infrastructure is crumbling, our health is crumbling, and you're going to pull up some charts showing that something that's very profound that I want everybody to get at a core level. I want you to get this in your heart and your soul, not just in your mind intellectually, but in your heart. Life expectancy in our country is dropping like a rock. What that means is that everybody in place, whether it's politicians, media, uh, the the um, the, the even even the political the political parties all this stuff the politicians the policies they're writing the medical community they have all failed us because the results are our children and grandchildren are now dying younger than us so as adults we have to pay attention to this i my goal my job as always is looking at a big elephant in the room and pointing out the obvious but for some reason you're not going to see this in mainstream media and this is why dr shiva is doing what he's doing and I would just like to know, like, Dr. Shiva, why did you decide to run for U.S. president? Yeah, so, Tim, so here's the deal, right? No one is pointing out this elephant in the room. I'm the only one who pointed this out, that the life expectancy, if you have a child today, your child will live less years than you, period. Now, you have to ask, why is no politician talking about that? So let me bring you up this graph so it makes it obvious. So and, and on our entire campaign, in many ways, um, is founded on the simple graph, as well as the video I did called The Swarm. And we'll talk about that. You know, the foundations of our campaign is we need to shatter the swarm, and it's time for one of us. You're looking at one of us here. Robert Effing Kennedy is not one of us. Neither is Trump. Neither is all these people. They come from the swarm. And when I share with you this graph, it'll become apparent to everyone why I say that. So let me 
bring this up, Tim. Let me go back to this and I have to share it. So if you look at this uh, very, very powerful graph, um, it really will enlighten people to a very foundational aspect of what's going on in the world today. So let me, uh, I think, Tim, can I share on your screen? Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Let me, let me. So there uh, you go. Okay. Sure. Yeah, I'm sharing on. Okay. So go. what is this graph? So what this graph is, and this comes from Kaiser Permanente, what you see is go back to 1980. You know, I was just coming into MIT then. And what you see is every line here, every line here is tracking at any point in time, starting from 1980 all the way to, you know, about a couple of years ago, the life expectancy. So I think the top line was Japan. So it's tracking at any point in time. So if you were born at this point in 1990, what would be your life expectancy? In that case, it would be about 78 years old. If you were born in 2000, you would be expected to live to 80, right? If you were born in 2000, so every, and, and so every line has that. And the dark, uh, uh, the dark, uh, the dark um, uh, line here is the average of all of those industrialized nations' life expectancy. Obviously, it's going up, 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 up. But look at what happened in the United States starting around 1981, 1982. The U.S. was going actually in a better angle. And then it starts going in this way. And then it goes down. And it starts deviating, deviating. In fact, right around here, 2014, it starts going down. But the main point to take away from this is the United States life expectancy is deviated from the average of the other industrialized nations starting in 1980. And so when the quote unquote pandemic hit, look what happens, okay? So it's important to understand with this is all the people say, oh my God, it's a vaccine, blah, 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 blah. it's a vaccine that did it. Well, it's not true because it was already starting to go in this direction. And so when you look at this, you know, from a system standpoint, this system, the U.S. system, was being destroyed starting in this period, 1980, and probably because of policies coming in 1970, and we want to talk about that, but fundamentally, policies here led to people's physiological changes, so as I call policy to biology, okay? So political policies starting in the 1970s, 80s, affected people's Physi uh, physiology. And you won't hear that from any other candidate because mo all of these candidates, most of them are lawyers or dopes. They don't understand this phenomenon because A, they do not uh, care to understand it, but more importantly and more insidiously to understand is these people were involved in these policies. Okay. So if you look back here, 1970s is when the NIH uh, um, and the NSF went under the federal uh, executive branch. It was that time when pharma insurance companies and um, the uh, you know GPOs and PBMs came to being, creating this middleman in healthcare. So, but the reason I'm bringing this up is over the last 40 years, the Democrats and Republicans, left and right, have colluded against you. They, a small set of people, have worked very hard to destroy your physiology, and that's really the takeaway. So it's not any one thing. It's not just Monsanto, very important. Hillary Clinton supported them. Robert Kennedy endorsed Hillary Clinton, not once, not twice, not three times. Kennedy goes around saying he's for the environment. Well, he endorsed big pharma queen, pro-vaccine mandate, pro-Monsanto, Hillary Clinton, pro-glyphosate, pro-GMO queen. Hillary Clinton, not once, not twice, not three times, okay? So you gotta- Well, on the, on the rfkexposed.com site, 
there's a video of him saying that he was he's for vaccines and he he's a big staunch proponent of it, but, which is kind of odd. So just well, just because only- you're, you're bringing up Kennedy, so like, can you explain like because. I just talked to somebody yesterday and they're like, well, Kennedy's doing good. He's got lawsuits out there and he's trying to do good with these lawsuits. But I don't know what's what's ever come out of that. Well, let's 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 go as we go over to Kennedy. Let me just finish this this important point here. okay? yes, because because it's the Kennedys, it's the Trumps, it's the Clintons, it's the Bushes, it's the Obamas, uh, it's the Bidens. All of them have been involved in destroying your physiology. And, and so why do I say that? Now, you're talking to someone who actually understands the immune system. I'm considered one of the leading experts in the world on that. You know, um, in 2019, I got invited to present at the National Science Foundation's Prestige um, I, I, to deliver the Prestige Lecture, and it was on the modern science of the immune system. And what you see here is that all these policies have been destroying step by step by step the American public's immune systems. Now, why is the immune system important? The immune system is the operating system of aging. We today know now that if you take, for example, four uh, major molecular pathways, if you look in the body, okay? If you look at, let me give you an example. If you look at um, the molecular pathway, I'm not sharing anymore, right, Tim? No, um, not sharing. But if you look at the molecular pathways of aging, um, they align very, very closely with the molecular pathways of the immune system. All right. So, for example, one of those pathways, and I did a video on this a couple of weeks ago, is called mitochondrial respiration. Okay. When your mitochondria are breathing properly uh, and it's, you're producing proper levels of NAD, you live long. The other one is autophagy, your body's natural ability to cleanse itself. It cleanses, um, you know, crap is created in your body, cleanses. That's called autophagy. And there's ATG genes. So, when those genes are upregulated, you're in good shape. Oxidative stress is not a good thing. Reactive oxygen species get created. You want to you want to have that down. Inflammation is not a good thing. So those are four major molecular systems. Now the policies that they have passed have been destroying those immune systems. So think about what I'm saying. A policy here passed by a bunch of elites over the last 40 years literally has affected your biology. So let me give you one something very recent, Tim. Lockdowns. Lockdowns. Who promoted lockdowns? Democrat, Republicans, Fauci, and Trump. Well, who's the other guy who walks around acting like he's against lockdowns? Booby effing Kennedy promoted not just lockdowns, just strict lockdowns. And he said, oh, the lockdowns are good. And he has a tweet out there in March 30th of 2020. When I was out there fighting against lockdowns, doing three major demonstrations, telling Trump not to lock this down, booby fucking Kennedy was promoting lockdowns. So anyone who supports Kennedy, all these grifters, all of them want to suck up to Kennedy because they think sucking up to him, they're going to make money, they're going to get views, maybe they're going to get some other product sales, et cetera. And that's who most of these grifters are. Now, I've called out Kennedy since 2019 and 2020 because he's an absolute scumbag. He's not one of us. But the motherfucker was promoting lockdowns. That's a technical term, motherfucker, okay? He was promoting lockdowns in 2020, March of 2020. Everyone knows March of 2020 was the most critical time in world history, because if you knew these things were bad, you should speak up then. He promoted lockdowns. Okay, so that was a policy, Tim. Get it? So what did lockdowns do? Well, lockdowns created loneliness. Okay? Adults, senior citizens, 
People weren't able to see people. Lockdowns created loneliness and depression. What are loneliness and depression? Well, loneliness and depression at the genetic level from the work of Stephen Cole in 2007 has shown that if you're lonely, you have a set of genes called CTRA genes. Those genes <clears throat> will control antiviral genes or infl inflammatory genes. When you get lonely, those genes will force your body to create not to pro-inflammatory genes will turn on and your body's natural capability for antivirus behavior gets shut down. So think about what Kennedy supported. He supported lockdowns, which actually destroyed people's immune system and created inflammation in their body. Right. My, my, my listeners I, know. I, think I, want, to, I want to repeat yeah. this, Tim. To any person who's supporting Bobby Booby fucking Kennedy, he supported lockdowns. And then he justified it on top of it to add, you know, put salt on the wound. He said, oh, this is going to support climate change, right? This is our, you know, inhibit climate change. This is going to support the environment because we won't have as many cars out there. So this is the kind of idiot that you're dealing with. And the only reason that he's even on the map, I mean, you can look at his entire history, get thrown out of high school. His father got him into Harvard. No one would have done that for you or I, Tim. We're working class people. No one would have done that for him. He gets thrown out of school. He spits in a cop's face. He gets out of that. Heroin addict, he gets out of that. He gets to run an organization. So you have to understand that Robert Booby Kennedy is a product of the elites. And he was promoting lockdowns. And who benefited from those lockdowns, Tim? It was billionaires. 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion. So go look at March of 2020. 600 billionaires made $2.3 trillion from those lockdowns. Most small business, a lot of small businesses shut down. A lot of people lost money. But at a physiological level, people became lonely. They became depressed. It turned on biochemistries in their body, which affected mitochondrial causes dysfunction, which affected oxidative stress, which created inflammation. And those things killed people. So what did I do, Tim? Go look at what I did. I was promoting to guys like you. I educated people on the immune system. We educated people on what, and the importance of vitamin D3, quercetin, zinc. We put together a whole protocol and we sent it to Trump. We told people if you get in, and we told Trump, do not lock down. Take the high-risk people, the segmented approach about the right medicine for the right person. Maybe those people get quarantined, other people support their immune system. And we laid out a protocol. And at the same time, I was the one who ran the fire Fauci campaign. Kennedy or Trump, Trump was keeping Fauci and Kennedy said nothing about Fauci. He stole my material. And a year and a half later, he writes a book on the real Anthony Fauci, which is in 2021 after big pharma has already made 85, you know, Pfizer made, you know, went from $45 billion in revenue, a drop from 20 billion from 65 billion and made 80 billion. So Kennedy and all these doctors, including this guy, uh, what's his face, uh, this other brown guy they found because they couldn't promote the real revolutionary, which is me. They went and found this other guy, this professor at Stanford. He wrote a paper in 2020 promoting lockdowns, okay? And suddenly he's a fighter against lockdown. So one of the things people need to understand, Tim, when did they tell the truth? Not if, but when. If you see... If you're walking along, if you and I are walking along, Tim, and you see someone being raped, 
And let's say you have a big megaphone, you're Fox News, Tim, and you could expose the rapist and you just keep walking along. And I'm an independent journalist. I'm not in the left or right camp. That's me. And I report on it and I tell a million people about it. And that guy doesn't. And then he waits two years and then he writes an ABC movie, a Netflix movie, and he makes $100 million. Who's the real criminal there, Tim? So he kept silent when the crime was taking place. After the crime you know, is, frankly, been done and the assault has occurred, then you go do a movie about it. Who's the scumbag, Tim? Yeah, and that's actually what you phrased as limited hangout. Is that correct? Well, well it's worse than that. So the CIA... Uh, um, you know, really occurred during the Nixon administration. So let's say at the time of an incident occurring that you expose the whole thing, okay? What they want to do is then you expose the whole thing. So instead of exposing the whole thing, they know the public is coming closer and closer to understanding it. So you expose a little piece of it, a tip of the iceberg, a well-manicured version of it. It's called a limited hangout. Okay. And then you take ownership of that little piece and you control it. This is what Parker Carlson did. This is what um, all these doctors, all of these doctors, you know, this Indian Dr. Malothra, oh my God, my father died. Now he's suddenly against the COVID vaccine. So that means he's really fucked up in two ways. A, he's fucked up because that means he didn't really give a damn about other people. It had to occur to someone in his own family for him to suddenly have a wake-up call. You see, that's a very selfish person in my view. And then he does, now he's selling his books and talking about it. So he benefited in two ways. He was silent when it mattered to him. And then he talks when it doesn't actually matter anymore. So this is the systems analysis that people need to understand. When you look at the system as an overall uh, animal and organism, and you see the fact that over the history of humankind, we as humans, the large majority of us have been trying to liberate ourselves, right? To more truth, more freedom, more health. And in that long march, to truth, freedom, health, there have been real heroes, people who risked their lives, right? Who said the right thing, challenged authority. And there have been other people who were actually opportunists. When stuff need to be said, they didn't say anything. After the damage took place, then they say something. And they have this recurrent policy of doing that. And that is what we call, in a very, very profound scientific term, a scumbag, okay? That's a scumbag, okay? Right, it really is. A scumbag is someone who delays truth, writes books about it afterwards, and then basically gets other people thinking they're a hero. And it, so if you went to the Webster's Dictionary, I don't think I have it here, but it it in the edition uh, prior to that, they used to have Robert Kennedy's picture right there, okay? But I think the Kennedy's paid off the Webster Dictionary, but you should have a picture of Robert Kennedy, okay? But Robert Kennedy and the Kennedys are absolute scumbags. Their entire history, Tim, is about PR, PR, PR right? And it's very important to understand because in 2024 and 2023, the elites have realized that because of guys like me, because of the system science approach, particularly because of the movement for truth, freedom, health, which is now known over by half a billion people throughout the world, half a million people have gone through the program. We are calling out not the obvious establishment. That's easy, Tim. The Fauci, by the way, for Kennedy, wasn't that easy, okay? Uh, for Trump, it wasn't that easy, but for me, it was. And we called that Fauci in 2020, March of 2020. But the Clintons are obvious, but not for Robbie Kennedy because he endorsed Hillary Clinton three times, okay? Um, we exposed 
you know, the Obamas or the Mitch McConnells. Those are the obvious establishment. It's like the real fascists. The not so obvious establishment are what we have today. And in the last 40 years, the establishment, Tim, has been has created like a new um, weapon. Before, they just had the hammer, right? They just, they, just, they just slammed it and killed the bug. Now they say, wow, if we slam the people, they're going to create martyrs and they're going to create real heroes. So what they did was they created fake heroes. The Elon Musks, the Robert Kennedys, the Bernie Sanders, the Donald Trumps. And this is the part. This is the part where people think, "Oh, they're going to handle it. We have somebody that's going to do it for me. I don't have to do anything. I can set back for another four years. We have a good president now. It's all good. Things are looking like they're going good. And even when the economy gets better, at the end, you know, we end up like in Trump. You know, I was a big Trump supporter. There was like six point three trillion, I think, was spent, which is almost as much as Obama spent in two terms. And no, no, the Trump most spent, Trump spent close to seven point seven trillion in one term. Now, not he spent. Let's be clear. OK. Um, Donald Trump came. You have to understand, again, the arc here. OK, so if I I wish I had a picture of a bird here, but think about a bird. OK, what does a bird have a head? He's got a shoulder and he's got a wings. Right. Yeah. So let's look at those uh, components. Right. Those uh, five components ahead, the two shoulders, the left shoulder and the right shoulder, and then the wings. All right. So if you can visualize that, the head of that bird represents what I call the swarm, okay? The elites. The elites, to bamboozle people, they have the shoulder, the obvious control mechanisms, the obvious uh, elements of the establishment. So on the left wing, Tim, they have the Clintons, right? They have the uh, Obamas, right? The Nancy Pelosi's, right? The obvious shoulder of the left establishment. On the right establishment, they have people like the Romneys, right? They have who? Mitch McConnell's, the Paul Ryan's, right? And so on. And to um and if they and and if they if they didn't have the wings and they tried to manipulate people, people say, wait a minute, Hillary Clinton, wait a minute, she owns a Clinton Global Initiative. They made billions of dollars. They were involved in Ukraine. Oh, wait a minute, Mitch McConnell's wife works with China, right? People, the mass would say, wait a minute, these guys are, you know, they're on the same team, right? Right. The establishment had to do, starting the 1950s, is they created the wings on the left and the right. One wing on the left was people like Jesse Jackson in the 80s, Bernie Sanders, Al Sharpton, the AOCs. And these people flap the wings, they flap and talk the talk. We stand for workers, right? We're here to fight for you, right? Let's all come together. Rainbow coalition, all this stuff. And they and the wings will sometimes even attack the shoulders. Oh, Biden's not good. Clinton is not good. Like Bernie Sanders would say that, right? On the right wing in the 80s, they had the Tea Party, okay? Which would get, get, rile up all the, the, the rednecks and the right, quote unquote, rednecks and the right wingers, you see? And... And they would also attack people like McConnell. Oh, McConnell's the establishment Republican. He's a rhino, okay? So the establishment has the obvious establishment, but it also has a not-so-obvious establishment. And with the wings is how this bird flies, and it keeps manipulating the masses to come to them. So um, it's very important to understand, and you know, you took the course multiple times, Tim, Truth, Freedom, and Health. We teach people this. This is part called the, the disturbance. We call it the not so obvious establishment. And without understanding this physics, people will be screwed 
in a relentlessly recurrent process of history over and over and over again. So 1980, it was two establishment candidates running, R Ronald Reagan, 1884, and, and a guy called Mondale, okay? They were running for office. And the public really wasn't getting into it. So the establishment created this guy on the left called, and Reagan had the Tea Party, right? And then there, and then there was this guy called Jesse Jackson. He was getting all the young people ready. Yes, he was attacking Mondale, the establishment, the rainbow, diversity. We must all come together. Well, at the last minute, at the floor of the Democratic Convention, Jesse Jackson corrals all these people right back into the establishment. He says, we must vote for the lesser of two evils, okay? Now, if you look back at this graph that I shared, Tim, it is a lesser of two evils thinking that has destroyed the American lifespan. Let me repeat that again. It is this recurrent pro I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils. And then you had a guy called Obama got created, right? He was the hope. And 52% of people voted for Trump voted for Obama. He was a not so obvious establishment. And then he became part of the establishment. So by not 2016, you had the wicked Hillary Clinton running and no one was going to vote to the Democrats. So, and people were pissed off with Mitch McConnell and Paul Ryan. So the wing of the, the right wing really didn't have a wing, right? After the Tea Party went away. So they needed to create the wing. So they created Donald Trump. And Donald Trump's goal was to flap his mouth around, drain the swamp, make America great again, right? Lock, Lock her up. Her up. Yep. And he did none of those things. He brought in the swamp. He, he, you know who got locked up? His followers got locked up, okay? And him and his family made a shit ton of money. And during that period, what happened during those four years of Trump? Look, and to anyone who's a Trumper, understand that I gave Trump money, you may not have. I put up thousands of signs for him in the cold. You didn't. Maybe you just wore a MAGA hat, but I, and I did all the election integrity research, you know, getting two hours of sleep a day. You didn't. So if you want to talk about a Trump, you're looking at it. But at the end of the day, Trump violated the working class in this country. He didn't fire Fauci. Now he's talking, by the way, Trump is saying, oh, I'm going to obliterate the swamp. Come on. Are you going to fall for this bullshit again? He brought in the swamp. He could have fired Fauci like that. He didn't. And at the end of the day, he printed during that period close to $7.2 trillion. And where did that money go? Well, a huge amount of it went to his friends in the stock market and enabled 600 billionaires to increase their wealth by $2.3 trillion. His son-in-law got a $2 billion relatively interest-free loan from the Saudis. So this is what they did. And the QAnon movement, the stupid Q movement, during those four years, they said, something's going to happen. John F. Kennedy Jr. is going to come back. Wait, this is going to happen. This is going to happen. Trump is a seventh dimensional chess player. And you're... And, Day to day to day was like waiting for the Messiah, right? Some evangelical priest saying, oh, wait for the Messiah. Give me more money. Wait for the Messiah. Give me more money. And during those four years, the American working people got screwed. But because of the work that I did, Tim, and the Truth, Freedom, and Health movement, we exposed Fauci. We exposed election systems. All this before. And we're the ones who discovered that the government has a backdoor portal to Twitter. My lawsuit was the first one to get an injunction from the uh, federal court to uh, tell government to stop interfering, not this Missouri versus Biden, again, promoted by the swarm, to, uh, which they literally stole, plagiarized our lawsuit. But in 2020, we expose all these things at the right time.
half a billion people in the world came to realize who the real hero was in this, which was the work I did, the hard work I did. And because of that, the elites have gotten smarter or trying to get smarter, Tim. They're promoting two fangs of the serpent now, Kennedy and Trump. They're really fangs because what they're doing is they know no one's going to believe stupid Biden. I mean, you have to be a moron to follow Biden. No one's going to believe Mitch McConnell or stupid DeSantis. So they need to sucker people in using Trump and Kennedy. That's what they're doing. So Kennedy literally steals all of our rhetoric. And if you look at him, he's the most ambiguous fork-tongued serpent on the planet. On the same day, he will say, yes, you know, Ukraine, we're there. We're there for the right reasons. And then in the same sentence, he'll say, oh, but I don't like being there for regime change. You see what he's saying? The guy is absolutely ambiguous. I'm pro-vaccine. I'm absolutely pro-vaccine. I vaccinated all my kids. And in the same 10-minute video, the scumbag will then say, but we have to, you know, the CDC is corrupt. The government is corrupt. They're all corrupt. And I'm going to get them to create safe vaccines. I mean, are you fucking crazy? I mean, you understand the duplicity of this guy? And he openly says, Tim, in an interview to Megan Kelly recently said, public integrity is different than private integrity. And I shared with um, uh, Dr. Ruby uh, this morning, they are brainwashing people at a very fundamental level to tell you that you can literally live a schizophrenic life. You can tell other people to live healthy. Imagine you, Tim, telling other people to live healthy and you're 400, 500 pounds overweight. Just imagine that, yeah. all right? And think about what Kennedy's saying. The freaking guy is taking anabolic steroids. He admitted it, which is, by the way, anabolic steroids uh, is the fastest growing market for pharma companies. It's going to be a $180 billion industry. You know, people getting these. Uh, well, that's that's a long conversation because we start talking about men losing their testosterone from drinking out of plastic. But I want to go back really quick. No, no, let me finish this. Let me finish this. This is the this is the point. At the same time, anabolic steroids have 100 million times more opportunity for causing blood clots, more than the jab, the vaccine. The mRNA vaccine is growing to about 120 billion, okay, by 2030. Anabolic steroids, the stuff that he takes, is growing to close to 200 billion. Both big pharma products, He's promoting one of them. I mean, if a kid, oh, look at him, he's all buffed up. I think I'm going to go get steroids. The president of the United States takes anabolic steroids. Let me do that. And at the same time, this bastard is railing big pharma, taking a big pharma, uh, not a nutrient, a intervention, and at the same time saying he's against big pharma. You see, the guy is schizophrenic. And what they've engineered, brainwashed American people to say, yes, I can have a golden toilet and I can go bang a bunch of women. I can pay off people. And you as an evangelical Christian should hold me in high regard, Trump, right? You as a health advocate should ignore the fact that I pushed lockdowns, that I didn't say anything against Fauci when it mattered, that I vaccinated all my kids, that I made sure anyone coming into my home for a Hollywood party had to get the mRNA jab. And then you're going to absolve him because he happens to be a Kennedy. This is a fundamental issue, Tim. The issue is the people voting for these people are actually dysfunctional people. And what our movement and our campaign is about is saying, you know what? You don't have to be dysfunctional. 
your personal and your private and your public lives all can match. You can be an in integrity. If you're going to talk about health, we'll live a healthy life. Don't talk about someone else to live this way and you're going to be like this. But they're bamboozling people that you can have two lives, Tim. And this is a serious systems dysfunction. It's a very physiological dysfunction. And I believe this is why Kennedy, in a very spiritual sense, has this problem. You know what the throat chakra is in the Indian yogic system? It lies right between your thoughts and your deeds. You see? His thoughts and his deeds don't match. He, do, he talks, he can't, he talks to talk, but it doesn't match his deeds. That's why his throat is fucked up. It sounds like a demon because he is a demon. And yeah. to all these grifters who want to promote him, like Russell Brand, like Joe fucking Rogan, who's so afraid to put me on, because they know if I went on their shows, Tim, that all their audience will realize, oh my God, how come you didn't put this guy on during the anti-GMO stuff when Dr. Shiva, people are saying, Joe, put Dr. Shiva on. Why didn't you put him on in 2020? And they'll realize that Joe Rogan is owned by a multi-billion dollar entity, that they will know that Kennedy's backed by billionaires, and so is Trump. So that's what this is about. This is about alignment. You know, you have a system. You can't put a, a Boeing 747 propeller or an engine on a small biplane, right? It's going to break up. Well, I think that I think the point here is that there are consequences to policy. You just spent 15, 20 minutes driving this home for people that there are the, 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 the policies that are written. There's consequences. And I can just tell you off the off, off physiological. When I was when I was in high school, Dr. Shiva, there was guys that were taking steroids and it was great if they're on your football team because you're kicking ass. But there was anger issues with them during those times. They had acne breaking out seriously. Uh, you know, your nuts shrink. There's all these things. And now here it is 30 years later, and I'm looking at some of these guys that were doing steroids, and their bodies are destroyed. They're destroyed. And now well, they're fathers. Causes, they're fa they're, this is the real-life uh, ramifications. This is the after stuff that you don't see from policies. Now, going back to something you brought up earlier, which is loneliness, very important. When we, you, you were just visiting, uh, I think, uh, Loma Linda or somewhere where you were in Costa Rica, one of the blue I zones. To, I went to Sardinia. Sardinia has, there are blue zones in the world. Sardinia has the highest per capita of people who live to over 100. And the number one reason they live to 100, actually, first is community. Second you know, is- Lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Lifelong friends. Is community. community which is what is, you were talking about, right? They all, which drink, they all drink a local fermented drink, physical activity, food, supplements weren't even on that list, Okay. Number one was community, because when you have friendships and when you're not lonely, okay, your body, physiologically, the CTRA genes are downregulated. You become you become a physically different uh, human being. Fermented foods support the gut microbiome, and the third is vigorous physical activity. Right? They walk 15 kilometers a day up and down mountains. So I think the but but I want to get back to the thing, Tim. There's well, let me. I, I got to make a point about your presidency here because this is the diff, the thing that I see that differentiates you is like we were talking about lockdowns and we were talking about loneliness. You actually have proved through biological system science what happens. Now, I know you gave us a bunch of terms that most people like me are. It's going to go overhead. It's like the peanuts teacher. Wah, wah, wah. But you know what you're talking about. And we understand that nobody likes being lonely. That is going to lower your immune system. 
So locking somebody down, stay in your home, don't see your friends and relatives goes completely against all the areas, these blue zones where we have the most centurions, the people that live the longest on this planet. It goes exactly against what we should have been doing. And furthermore, when you go into a home, then you're not getting the sun and the vitamin D, especially for dark skinned folks. You need what, 15 times more than somebody that's light skinned like me. It is a death sentence. So your policies coming in are different than any other presidential candidate, period, because they really know nothing about health. And I've been telling people forever, like, we're, look at the congressmen and congresswomen and the senators. Most of these people, I can look at their skin in a nanosecond. These people have shitty health. They are not healthy. How are they writing policies for me and my body when they are not healthy themselves? Oh, but they have an expert. So they bring in these medical experts and then look at the medical community. It has delivered your children and your grandchildren are now dying younger than you. The system is broken, and there's only been two solutions to this ever. 1776, we, we fought and bled. We became a free country, First Amendment, Second Amendment. But the, the British elite stayed behind. They worked their way back into business. They worked their way back into politics. And by the Industrial Revolution area, late 1800s, it was back to a new form of slavery where you're getting paid slave wages. And then it was the working class women that fought to get the eight-hour workday, to get the children out of the workforce, to get safe places. There was that Triangle Shirtwaist factory. They literally used to lock the factory when the women would go in there because they were afraid the women that were working there were going to steal something, and that factory caught fire on accident or whatever, and those women were like jumping out. 14-year-old, 16-year-old women, were, girls, were jumping out of the, this burning building, and it killed a whole bunch of them. Right. So these women got pissed off and they fought. That was the second revolution. Baby. That was the second 1776. That's really not talked about. I wasn't taught about this in, in college or high school or grade school or nothing. It's been forgotten. And well, so I think the, well, Tim, it's the I working think, class people. My, It's working class Tim, people bottoms you, up. Tim, it's always going to be that. But Tim, I think the fundamental thing is where did you learn all that? What you just shared? I learned it from the Truth Freedom Health Movement. Right. And that's important, okay? It's very important to give credit where people got this knowledge. Let me tell you why. Because for the first time in human history, you're looking at the fact that this knowledge that you just shared, right, was not shared broadly with people. The interconnection of educating people that it is movements, bottoms up movements that have fundamentally changed the world. And more importantly, it's very important to credit the people who educate people on those movements. And let me tell you why that's important, because credit does matter. You know, when we in 2020 were out there telling people that the election systems, and we showed exactly ballot images, no one else did that. Trump took our stuff and he literally made, you know, half a billion dollars. He stole the material. We were out there saying Fauci should be fired. We ran the fire Fauci campaign. While in the middle of doing all my other stuff, Tim, I took that bus and we drove it down to, you know, we drove it down to DC, okay? I didn't see Trump there. I didn't see Kennedy there. We did that. And we delivered 100,000 signatures. But why does credit matter? Because people should say, who was a leader? Who was educating people? So people like you, hundreds of thousands of people got educated then and now about this dynamic of it is political movements, bottoms up movements, not voting for people that has ever changed the world. It has been movements and it is a movement for truth, freedom and health, which is the only force on the planet which can save us because it goes down and teaches people the science of systems. And I've asked people who've gone through our course like you and others, Tim, 
you guys got to let people know it is truth, freedom, and health. Every child in the world should go through the truth, freedom, and health training because they should understand it is a science of systems that is going to liberate the world. It is the community that we've created. And without this core knowledge, you can eat all the foods you want. Things aren't going to change. You can eat all the healthy foods. Nothing's going to change. You can exercise all you want. Nothing's going to change. It is only a movement which is founded on understanding that without freedom, you can't get the truth. Without truth, you can't get to health. And it is these systems principles. That's why people have, those of people who've learned this like you and others, Tim, have got to really tell people that the science of systems, which goes down to the heart of this, educating people that when the slaves rose up and they broke from both wings of the establishment, that is when change took place. The examples you gave would have took place in 1886 and 1990. It is a core foundational teachings we teach every Monday nights. A lot of people didn't even know this. A lot of people didn't even know that May Day, which is celebrated all over the world, right? All over the world, came from the United States. It is not a communist holiday. It is a, a holiday that came from the celebration of four American workers who were hanged, who were hanged in 1886 for fighting for the eight-hour workday. And you, you know, I've had to teach millions of people that, Tim. Most people when didn't people, even know that. And, and when people hear this the first time, it's like four people got hanged for fighting for an eight-hour workday. In the workday. United States. I think it glosses over people. Do you understand what that statement actually means? Like there was people, working class people, like the people listening to this show today, that literally got hanged for just wanting to work eight hours a day so they could have what was it? Eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep and eight hours with their family, basically. That was it. And it seems like we take it for granted today. But four people died and a lot more than that fighting, like the Triangle Shirtwaist Factory and all these women that died and, and were maimed and just poor working conditions. This, this is this is deep. We're, we're at we need we, we that's where we're at again. We're at 1776 once again. And people have to rise up. There's a lot more of us. Well, I think the, the key thing is, Tim, Tim, it's how you rise up, okay? Simply yeah. going and rising up is not going to work. There's a science to it. You know, when people go to Truth, Freedom, Health, they learn the system of, you have to, uh, you, and it's not going to happen overnight. Everyone thinks, oh my God, we got to do something right now. No, it, that's how they capture you. They put you into fear. Oh my God, I guess I got to vote for Trump. Uh, uh, Shiva, I get what you're saying. I, I understand it, but right now I got to vote for Trump. Or I get what you're saying. Right now, I'm going to vote for Bernie Sanders. That's not the solution. There's no urgency here, really. We're playing the long, but the long game is actually the short game. So when people go to Truth, Freedom, Health, they have to understand the science of systems. They have to then commune with other people because some people come to our movement, hang out, and then leave. And they actually go backward because they, they haven't kept with the latest news because this stuff is very deep. But it's something that every day when you're not around it, the establishment keeps giving you, well, you know, Kennedy did say some nice things. Ooh, Trump did say some nice things and people get lost. So you have to have a community. You have to have the knowledge. And then you have to have ongoing education. But most importantly, you have to get offline and you have to actually get on the ground. So, hey, John, can you bring one of those bumper stickers? So one Let me ask you a question, Dr. Shiva, yeah. is like, what does it cost barring a scholarship to go to MIT? Well, today it's about probably $200,000 to go to MIT, okay? And that's just undergraduate. Then if you look at going, getting a master's and getting a PhD, you're looking at probably about a half a million to a million dollars investment when you look at it, okay? Okay, so it's a half now, a million dollars. You can actually, just so people know, you can go to truthfreedomhealth.com 
and join as a member for no money and get a lot of materials. If you become a warrior scholar, like I am, it's a hundred bucks a year. And I'm basically getting an MIT level education, not only for myself, for my children, for a hundred bucks. And it's like, I I think more importantly, Tim, it's, you know, when I used to teach us at MIT, we, you know, it was uh, the science of systems is what the elites learn to manipulate you. Now, the science of systems is a nuclear weapon, and most people have just, say, some sticks and stones. The science of systems teaches you how to see beyond left and right. And one of my mentors wanted to make sure every kindergartner was taught this. In fact, MIT didn't want that. It's it's unfortunate. So the science of systems is taught to a very finite set of people, okay? And those finite set of people use the science of systems to manipulate you. And one way that they use the science of systems, Tim, is they know there's a principle in system science called a disturbance, how you throw something in someone's way so you disturb them off their goal. And that disturbance principle is a not-so-obvious establishment. Everyone should write that down. So they have realized over the last 50 years, ooh, people are going to rise up. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a fake hero for them. No different than if you're flying from Boston to San Diego you know, nature throws some hailstorms or some turbulence to take you off course, okay? So if we want truth, freedom, and health, that's our directionality. We have to mobilize us. We have to get, we have to have our leaders who are one of us. And that's what you're looking at, Tim. And we are educating people to be leaders. So in that- Let me tell you, this actually works. It works really well because I've taken the course many times it it takes a while because we're talking about changing belief systems here. And it was a really hard pill for me to swallow when you started pointing stuff out about Trump because I was like thinking, wow, that guy's pretty good. I was like giving money to him and doing stuff. And then, and then I was like, it was changing my belief system. But then when my belief system got changed, just like when I found out there was like toxic ingredients in the food I was eating that was allowed to be in the grocery store, then I got pissed. And what the cool thing is, is now with the education that I've received, I can be in a room or a group of people and people be talking about stuff and I can interject stuff and I can crush them. I'm, I literally walk in. I'm like a, like literally like a Jedi Knight. It's like, they say something. I'm like, I just cut it into pieces. And they're like, well, start talking about that. And I can just cut them up again. And it's because it's, it's truth. And it resonates. I actually had a doctor. on. So so Tim, let's, let's, so there's someone who is, uh, is one of those unfortunate people who really needs to go through the program. They say, you lose me when you keep trying to demonize Trump and Kennedy. Trump and Kennedy love America. False. Let's go through that. I want to really talk about this. These people are not patriots. And I'm going to prove that to you just as long as you're rational. It could be a bot, too. It could be just a bot. No, it doesn't matter. Let's let's assume that it is a human being. But so so you have people saying, Trump, let's just break this down. Let's talk I, about Trump. I was a big. Well, well I want to read this out. It, the person says it's really this is this is where we're at, and what's very powerful about our movement is people like Carol Laporte Hurst. She may have this views. Tim, you had this views. Oh, Trump! I, a lot of people are in this Trump camp, and when they let go of that uh, that abuse mentality is when they free themselves. So I want to take um, this woman, Carol. Yeah, it's like a it's like a woman or a man that's been beaten by their partner. Exactly. So. So I would say, Carol, don't take this a wrong way, but you're in many ways an abuse victim of Kennedy and Trump. So why do I say that? Okay. So let's actually look at, is Trump and Kennedy patriots? Are they patriots? Absolutely not. Why? All right. Go back to 2020. Okay. And look at 2020. Who was a person 
in the most important lawsuit of the last century that discovered the fact that the First Amendment was being violated at a very deep level. It was our lawsuit, Tim, the lawsuit where we discovered that the government has a backdoor portal into Twitter, and it threw off a U.S. Senate candidate. That lawsuit was publicized through our own efforts throughout the world. A half a billion people know about our lawsuit. And how did we get that number? We literally went through all the total number of unique views across all media, okay? I walk into airports when I'm, I went to India, random airport in Dubai. Two people came running up to me. Oh my God, Dr. Shiva, I saw what they did to you. Mexico, random people all over the world know that it was me, an independent person of left and right who showed that. Now, did Trump talk about the backdoor portal in 2020? Yes or no? No. Did Kennedy talk about what we had discovered in 2020? Nope. Nope. There were a few people who did. Tucker Carlson, we gave him all the documents. He concealed it. These people are not patriots. They're selfish human beings. They knew that the United States First Amendment was being ripped to shreds in the most visible lawsuit of the century, where me, a U.S. Senate candidate, was thrown off by the government telling Twitter what to do. A federal injunction was issued, and they stayed silent. That is not a patriot, Carol. Okay? Example number two lockdowns are taking place. You know that lockdowns are going to destroy the American economy to the order of $16 trillion. Sixteen and, trillion. The, and the immune system. And the immune system. You are told about it by an MIT PhD. Do you do anything? No, you actually keep the guy, Trump, who's promoting lockdowns. And Kennedy was out there promoting lockdowns, Carol. That is not loving America. So if you think that is loving America, you're no different than a woman whose husband beats the hell out of her, goes bangs 38 women. By the way, that's what Kennedy did. He banged 38 women. And then comes home with some flowers and says, I love you, darling. So think about what you're saying. And then contrast that to me, who has, without equivocation, calls him a scumbag, calls him booby fucking Kennedy because I care for you. I'm the only one who's bringing out this fact that the life expectancy is going like this. Trump that's, the, that's, that's really the bottom line. Everybody involved in the political system right now has delivered us. Our children are dying younger than us. That's, the, that's it. I mean, we can get into specifics over and over and over again, but like I, I, you know, I get interviewed all the time, and I and I talk about my story and how I was life flighted uh, when I was down in Peru to get an organ removed, and I was like, I am very thankful for those doctors. I'm very thankful for the medical community for the emergency room and the and the and the and the uh, and the operation that I was given. They saved my life, and that is a very necessary part of healthcare. Their diagnostic equipment, barring some of the radiation stuff and the side effects, but the diagnostic equipment and sometimes you know intervention, whether it's a surgery or maybe some type of targeted radiation, these things are needed. And those doctors and nurses are awesome. It's unbelievable. But that's a that's a small part of the medical com the component. There's the chronic care. And it's a fail. I mean, we are 80, 80% of us are overweight, or obese in this company, we're, or we're getting sicker and sicker children are being born with cancer. Now. It's like, we have to take a look at the policies of what's happening um, with these politicians and all of them. Back and forth, it's back and forth. I see it now on TV, and I just laugh. It look, it, it's literally like WWF wrestling. It's just a big show, and everybody's sitting there watching it and going, watching the ping pong ball go back and forth. And it's like, 
okay, I'm going to get behind this person. I'm going to get behind that person. But the reality is, is like, what are you going to do, American 1776? What are you going to do, American uh, women's labor movement of the 1800s? What are you going to do today as an American of the 2023 movement of truth, freedom, and health? And that's where it's, it's, it's us actually doing something. You know, and I can actually say that when Dr. Tr uh, uh, Shiva um, had that lawsuit, that I had some documents that I gathered from Oregon because I, I had instructions that I went and got participating voters' records versus the actual votes cast. And in almost every county, they were different. And we submitted those. I mean, people in Truth, Freedom, Health Movement gathered that from ca counties all over the United States, and we submitted those into evidence into federal court. This is actually taking action. These are things that you can do at home. You, maybe you don't want to speak. You can. You can write something. You can type up something. You can do homework. There's all different types. We all come together, and if we just put 10, 15, 18 minutes in a day and move this movement, it's it's going to grow, and it's going to it's going to. We really just need to get the education out there. That's because once well, people get educated, here, here, then they're armed. Let's, let's talk about solutions, Tim. Number one, you know, there's two important vehicles right now that people can ride. There's not only one vehicle. Typically, people have no vehicles. Okay, so there's two important horses people can ride. The first horse is the fact that you have one of you, one of us running for president, which has never occurred before, who is neither from the obvious establishment or the not so obvious establishment. So what's the first step everyone can do? You have a bumper sticker like this, okay? The future is offline because Elon Musk's shadow bans the hell out of me. This little bumper sticker you put on the back left window of your car, 100,000 people will see it. How much so what he's showing, 98% of my listeners don't see this. It's not visual. It says, Dr. Shiva, uh, President 2024, Truth Freedom. Oh, okay. so, very simple, go, very simple. You can go uh, to shivaforpresident.com and get this. It's got three important messages. They know the source, Dr. Shiva. They know the movement, Truth, Freedom, Health. And then they have the fact that I'm running for president, okay? So you finally have one of you running for president. That's the most important thing, okay? The second thing that we want to say is, that you can volunteer. You can donate, but we want to get on the ballot in every state. Now, why is that important? No independent have, has ever gotten on the ballot in every state running as an independent. Why? Because both wings of the establishment control all these legal rules. They pay off the secretaries of state, all this kind of stuff. So all of you can literally help us get on the ballot in for example, in Florida, we need 100,000 signatures. In Vermont, only 1,000 signatures. In Alabama, 500. Everything varies. And I don't know what it is in Oregon, Tim. It was like four or 5,000. Like four or 5,000, okay? So what does that mean? Now you have to get on the ground. You have to hand out flyers. You have to meet. You have to build community, right? A second very powerful thing you can do. And all of you, by doing that, are going to become veterans because you'll, you'll see the corruption. You'll see how they try to stop us from submitting legitimate signatures. So our movement is very experiential, Okay. The third thing you can do is you can, if you want, donate. But when you donate, it's not, when you donate to me, and Tim will tell you this, I cannot take anyone's money for nothing. You donate zero, I still give you access to all amazing tools. You donate five bucks, you get a bumper sticker, and you get actually access to other tools. The, you donate a hundred bucks, you get access to the entire Truth Freedom Health Warrior System program because then you got you get to become a leader. My goal here, the goal of a president is to really be an executive, a teacher. And the goal is to educate you that you have to rise up. Even after becoming president, Tim, 
The goal is not to say, okay, now I'm president, now I'm going to work with the swamp. No, the judiciary is corrupt. The entire, uh, you know, legislature is corrupt. The presidency is corrupt. So what would I do as president, Tim? You know what I would do? I would do videos like this all day, but re reach 8 billion people. Okay. Yeah. So when you look at this diagram, let me share with you this diagram, which will make it even more clear to everyone. What is our platform? What is the platform that Dr. Shiva, our movement is really talking about? Well, here's a platform. Okay. This platform is very, very real. All right. Um, can you see this, Tim? I can see the life expectancy okay. chart. So, so everyone's seen this life expectancy chart. So just to be very clear, when you look at this life ex expectancy chart, the, the key thing, the key takeaway is to recognize that A, this rapid decline in life expecting the United States is not because of the vaccines. It's because of a whole bunch of policies. And if you keep voting, and by the way, it has occurred because people kept voting for Democrat, Republican, Democrat, Republican, lesser of two evils. And this is no different than Charlie Brown thinking one day Lucy is going to let him punt the ball, right? She always <laughs> removes it. All right. And what is our solution? Well, the solution is this. Six part, part, part solution, healthcare, environment, education, innovation, governance, and economy. What's our solution? Well, every one of you can come to shivaforpresident.com slash town hall. Okay. At 8 PM every Thursdays or to our open house. And when you come, my policy on healthcare will be executed in real time. What is my policy on healthcare? Strengthen your immune system. Oh, when am I going to do it? Oh, after I'm elected in 2024. No, you come to our town hall and you will be educated as I did in 2020. And we save millions of people's lives. We will teach you the immune system. We'll, we'll teach you the nutrients that support your immune system. You don't have to pay me any fees. You get it. That's what a president does. And America has never had a president like that. Environment. What is the environmental platform? We're going to get rid of this. We're going to stop this. We're going to, no. You got to learn how to eat local, healthy, and foods on a budget, organic foods. And we teach you that. And we've now we've done two sessions of that. We've been doing this now for over the last several months. Educate. Have you done anything on that piece on permaculture? Yep, we've done that. Okay, we talk about Good. that. Good. Education. We'll teach you how to know truth from lies. That's what your children need to be educated. Well, how do you know to tell truth from lies? You have to learn the science of systems. So those of you who are lazy and don't want to do it, come to the town hall. I'll do a one-hour session. You'll get the gist of it. Bring your kids. Innovation. Innovation is making your child smart. There's a book I wrote called The Seven Secrets of Innovation. I give it all away. You will leave that town hall saying, oh, that's how I become an innovator. You don't have to pay $20,000, $5,000. You get it. And you can do that right now. Governance. I will teach you the principles of how you can be a great leader in your home and your community. Economy. 95% of small business people don't even know what a balance sheet is, what a P&L statement is, and what a cash flow statement is. I had my son watch that video with me. People learn that, they'll understand it. So look at our platform, Tim. It's not saying, well, when I when after, oh, well, I'll pass this executive order. No, this is America right here. And so as president, Tim, what will I do? Well, I will use the bully pulpit of the office of the presidency to do all those stellar videos I've done to educate people. People learn how the climate works. People will learn that they have to get off their butts. And as president, my job is to walk the walk, okay? We will inspire people because you know what? Anyone telling you that they're going to become president and change this country is lying to you. 
They're just lying through their teeth. Change comes when you have movements. And my run for president is about you becoming a leader in your community. So first up, put this bumper sticker up. You know why? Because this is offline. Number two, help us cut ballot signatures. Number three, go to truthfreedomhealth.com or donate and learn these principles. That's it. And if you do that and you start getting on the ground and you start handing out flyers to your local neighbors, you start communing with people, A, your health is going to improve because you're going to talk to a neighbor. B, you're going to understand that you can become an agent of change. You're no longer some powerful person saying, woe is me, and I have to vote for some doofus called Robert Kennedy, that you're making excuses for people who don't deserve them. That is being you know, a slave. So the real question, Tim, do people want to get educated or do they want to be enslaved? That's pretty much it. That's what our movement's about. Do people want to shatter the swarm and support one of us or do they want to be enslaved? Or do they think that the same trash heap, which has created this downward cycle of lifespan, that people of that trash heap, Trump and Kennedy, are going to save you? If you think that, then you are actually an abuse victim in a, ment a very fundamentally mental way. Yeah, and it's not just Trump and Kennedy. It's, it's literally the whole system. The system is, is broken. I mean, and all we have to do is look around and look at the chart. I mean, look at the chart. That's it. So the one thing I like about you is you actually walk the walk. You're actually healthy. Uh, the difference between you as president, rather than maybe at the World Series throwing out the first pitch, you might actually take on the first batter. You might even strike him out or give him to hit a ground ball. Like you could actually. Throw well, the I, ball. I, you know, I, I could have I gone to the majors. I was a pretty good baseball player. You know, I take care of my health. I, um, you know, you know, Elon Musk. Um, look at that slob. He's a big drug addict. Okay, and he can defend himself if he isn't. All right. Um, yeah, uh, you can do a drug test. Kennedy's a drug addict. Okay. The guy's on, you know, anabolic steroids. It's a drug. And by the way, the steroids, when they get the TRT therapy, and when you try to get off of it, it's the same addiction response that you have when you're on other, other addictive drugs. Okay. It hits the parts of your limbic system. So people need to understand that Robert Kennedy's on drugs. And I think all these presidential candidates should release all the pharmaceutical drugs that they're on. That should be part of, if you're, you're saying you're getting against big pharma, please, for God's sake, release all the drugs you're on. That's well, what you do. I, th I think that's awesome. If you wouldn't mind, I'd like to just take a moment to talk about some other stuff since this is the Health Hero Show. We do talk about gut health, gastrointestinal health, uh, spiritual health, uh, loving thy neighbor. And, you know, one thing that I, I have here locally, just as a topic, you brought up GMOs earlier. Um, we have a, a uh, I won't say who it is, but we have a neighbor who, um, he plants GMO wheat. Uh, he sprays it with glyphosate. He has contracted cancer, and he is a amazing human being. He is part of the broken system. Like when when I was gone away from Eastern Oregon down in the Portland Vancouver area um, in the wintertime, and I wasn't here as my mom and dad were aging before I moved back. He would actually come over and plow the driveway, help my dad get the tractor running. I'm talking about our neighbors are some of the best, decent, hardworking people on the planet. And when I asked him, I said, "Hey, man." Like, are you spraying glyphosate he's like oh yeah he goes that's probably why i got my cancer and i'm like this guy is like a hub for his family he's a he's a patriarch he's got a wife he's got kids and grandkids and stuff like that and and he's still planting the wheat and still spraying the glyphosate yet it's on the commercials on tv that my parents are watching when i walk in there to do stuff or whatever and uh, i see if you've been exposed to glyphosate 
you know, the main ingredient in Roundup herbicide, you and you may and you've developed a non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, you may be entitled to uh, sub substantial compensation. So we have attorney firms paying big dollars because they they make millions. They pay like two hundred seventy million dollars out to a groundskeeper worker, some guy that's out just spraying the groundskeeper. where you know probably in a, a city park where all the kids are rolling around and dogs killing them too. And he got $278 million for his cancer. And they're getting these lawsuits because attorneys make 30, 40% on that deal, if not more, when they win these cases. So it's on TV saying, it, you know, here's the money. We're spending the money. Attorneys are making money because it's proven that glyphosate causes cancer, yet it's still okay for our farmers to spray it on these crops and kill themselves. And then that stuff goes into the ditch. It's getting my cat runs around, eats mice. It's getting into the mice. The cat, I'm petting the cat. It's coming into my house. It's like you can't escape this stuff. So what's so, the what's the question, Tim? So the, the question is, is like, I mean, I, I know a lot of the answers and stuff, but what would your policy be on genetic modification and chemicals and pesticides and fungicides and herbicides moving forward? Well, for first, farmers? Of all, first of all, you know, in 2014, 2013, um, you know, without getting paid any money for three years, we did foundational research using Cytosol to understand what is a genetically engineered plant, okay? What is it? All right. And we um, explained and educated millions and millions of people throughout the world um, why these genetically engineered plants are weaker. So a genetically engineered plant in our research showed it's no different than a guy taking steroids. He may look good, but his balls are shrunk and he's probably going to die early and he's going to get blood clots, okay? For example. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what is a genetically? So when you looked at, you have to understand the history here it was 1972 that a guy called Gerald Ford, 72 or 76, uh, I have to go look at the exact date, passed a policy called substantial equivalence. It was a policy that allowed um, big ag to put out a plant. So if if I had on the one hand here, a genetically engineered tomato, and I had another uh, product here, which is an organic tomato. How did the genetically engineered tomato get put out into the public? So people didn't know how to deal with this. So they took a policy called substantial equivalence that was actually created for medical devices. If I had, you know, one mouse here and another mouse here, and people said, oh, they're about the same. Well, there was a policy called substantial equivalence, which allowed the manufacturers of that technology to say, I'm going to choose certain features. I get to compare my own self-selection features. And if I say, oh, this mouse is blue color and it uh, has a little rotator on the bottom, and this is uh, white color and has a rotator, they're substantially equivalent, okay? So that policy called substantial equivalence, which was for medical devices, which are far less complex devices, was used for biological organisms. So when a, uh, a tomato came that was genetically engineered and, and organically engineered, right, or organic, these manufacturers said, okay, I'm gonna choose certain colors, like the color of the tomato, the amount of water in the tomato, you know, and um, you know, um, some other color, some other feature. And I'm gonna compare both. Oh, see, they're about the same. They never had to choose criteria that were based on fundamental science. So you could get anything to say, oh, this genetically engineered tomato is the same as this organic tomato, okay? So this is fundamentals. So. It took me a while to understand this and explain this because at that time, you had this pro and anti-GMO movement. That was the first thing we did. Then we said, okay, when uh, pesticides came out, like 
restricted use pesticides like atrazine, which cause endocrine disruption, or things like glyphosate, um, what did they actually do? Well, those things kill, quote unquote, weeds. So if your friend is growing his, his wheat, or let's say his soy, right? He's growing his soy. People started buying glyphosate, Roundup to kill all the weeds. And the farmers are like, oh, great, right? Yeah, I'm killing all the weeds. I'm getting more yield. But then something happened. There were, the glyphosate was also killing some of the legitimate soy plants, okay? So Monsanto said, okay, we've got all these people that are now buying our, our uh, you know, our pesticides. We've cornered the market, but they're getting lower yield. So what they did was they said, we're going to create, so now we're selling you glyphosate to keep pesticides out of your soy fields, but now we're going to create a genetically engineered version of that soy that when you give it glyphosate, our soy plant can resist Roundup Ready Soy, RRS, versus if you use the organic soy plant, it'll die. You got it? Yeah. So they created, <clears throat> so they created now an add-on product. It's like someone selling you um, you know, the, the razor, and then he also sells you the shaving foam. Okay. So I sold you the, the pesticide, but now I'm going to also sell you a new seed. It's called a Roundup Ready Soy. And what they did was, so you plant the Roundup Ready Soy, and then when you spray the glyphosate, it doesn't kill their soy plant. So now you got both angles, but something interesting happened. You are growing, let's say, soy organic soy plant next to me, Tim. And I go to Monsanto and I get their Roundup ready. Both of us are sp spraying glyphosate, let's say. You got the organic soy plant growing. I have the non, the Roundup ready soy. You get lower yield, okay? Because you're killing your plants from that glyphosate. I'm not killing as many of the plants. And then now I have my Roundup ready soy. One, But the way it's paid is, the pricing is Monsanto to the guy who's growing the GMO soy charges him every year for his seeds. Let me repeat that. It's a license deal. You buy 10,000 seeds, year one, you have to pay X. Now, most farmers are used to saving their seeds. It's been gone on for thousands of years. You save your seeds and you reuse them. You can't do that. You have to go every year back and buy the Roundup Ready seeds, number one. So now they have you buying the glyphosate and you have to buy licensed seeds. The next thing that they do is let's say one day from the glyphosate Roundup Ready soy farmer, one of those seeds go and they land on your field, Tim. Or gets thrown on there. Or it gets thrown on there. Now, Monsanto will send the police and the federal authorities and they say, Tim, you owe me license fees. You are growing Roundup Ready soy and you have to pay them. Okay? It's like you're stealing software or you're stealing a movie. And this has been enforced in the federal courts. So now you have to basically go become also a Monsanto Roundup Ready customer, okay? What we discovered in 2013, 2014, 2015 is we had discovered that when they genetically engineered that soy, and this was original work, which we published in six papers, that the soy plant has less glutathione, one of the most important antioxidants to human and plant life. So the Roundup Ready soy has less glutathione. And so guess what? Monsanto did another thing. They started coating their seeds with neonicotinoids because guess what? The soil organisms were going to eat it because it's not a strong plant. So now they've sown, not only sold you Roundup, glyphosate, they've also sown, sold you Roundup 
already, you know, soy seeds, which you have to pay licensing, but those seeds are coated with neonics, which when the bees come, the bees are going to get neonicotinoids, uh, neonicotinoids in their system, and it throws off their nervous system. This is what we showed. And the reason this is important, Tim, is we showed this back in 2013, 2014. That's when the debate was heating up about GMOs. Joe Rogan was asked repeatedly by many of his close friends, put Dr. Shiva on. He had the main guy who's a pro-GMO scientist from Cornell on. He didn't put me on. He followed me, still follows me, never put me on. Same with 2020, when I was saying it's not about vaccine or pro or anti-vax, it's about the immune system. Never put me on. But he will put Kennedy on, who is unqualified in any ways to talk about this. So where we're at is that you have this entire swarm, the elites, are promoting Kennedy and Trump, knowing that I exist. And But they have a serious problem right now. Because guys like you went through our course, the hundreds of millions of people who heard all those videos know that Dr. Shiva exists and, and actually wondering, wait a minute, why isn't Joe Rogan putting Dr. Shiva on? Like, explain to me why. And we don't, we're not begging to him. Why isn't Dr. Shiva on? Why is Russell Brand, who claims to be some spiritual leader, a moron? Why isn't he inviting Dr. Shiva? So all of these grifters are going to be exposed by, you know who? by small podcasters. And that's why I give interviews to small local podcasters because we that is part of this movement. So if you know people who are small local podcasters who care for truth, freedom, and health and who are not cocksuckers to Kennedy or Trump, and that's a technical term, I'll come on your show because we need to build a, a bottoms-up movement. Mm -hmm. And that's where it occurs. It, that's truly independent media. Not people saying, oh, I'm not going to say anything against Booby because I may lose some product sales. If you're like that, you know, please don't follow me. Please don't support our campaign because you're one of them. But if you want truth, freedom, health, you have one of us. That's me. And that's never occurred before in history, Tim. We've never had one of us at this level running for federal without, you know, raising billions of dollars. So this is a historic campaign, Tim. So when you look at GMOs fundamentally, Robert Kennedy endorsed Hillary Clinton, who had the executive of Monsanto, a senior executive who she brought into her campaign. Hillary Clinton supports glyphosate. Hillary Clinton supports vaccine mandates. Robert Kennedy endorsed her not once, not twice, three times. And obviously Trump is all friends with the, with the Clintons, okay? So this is well, what we must understand. Well, I think the most important thing for the listeners and the working class people of this planet is just to understand that you know, glyphosate's killing people. Their own attorneys are are advertising with their dollars on television 24-7. It's I've even seen ads now. I see all kinds of ads, but it's 24-7 to get these cases because there's millions of dollars set aside that Monsanto set aside to pay out these lawsuits. So it's like they make billions and billions and billions and billions, and then they pay out a little bit. It's just like, it's a profit and loss statement, basically, for them. It's not, well, not about only that, not only that team. It's like the whole tobacco scam that took place. What people need to understand is that the tobacco companies actually made more money after their payouts. Let me repeat that again. Tobacco companies made the lawyers are running a scam. So what they do is they know, OK, there's going to be part of the public who says, oh, oh, you know, holy cow, this is hurting our people. Right. So they set aside this money. And then remember, the way a tobacco company makes money is not by a guy who smokes a cigarette once a week. They make money on people who smoke three packs 
a Dave cigarette. And the guys who smoke three packs a day of cigarette are not going to give up. Okay. Yeah. So what they did was after their payouts, they actually increase the cost of the cigarettes and they distributed over those 15% of people. So they actually made, ended up making more money. So these lawsuits on the surface, they look like, oh my God, we're fighting. Actually, they actually perpetuate the, the crime. Monsanto now is owned by Bayer. Okay, the reason Bayer bought Monsanto is Bayer now has a monopoly on seeds. It wasn't just glyphosate and GMOs. With Monsanto, they got access to the entire library of seeds. So now every farmer throughout the world has to license seeds from Bayer slash Monsanto. Anyway, Tim, I hope this is valuable. I, yeah, I uh, want to th- I want to thank you for coming on today. I appreciate your perseverance and um, and what you do. Um, I, I like the systems engineering standpoint on everything. You're not taking sides. You don't compromise. I really appreciate that. I have a couple of my friends are like that, and I feel that I'm like that. I will not compromise. Ingredients do matter. And our families matter. This country matters. All the working class people around this world, we all matter. And working class people have got to stop fighting among these stupid wars that are going on. It's just working class people. All we want to do is raise our families, put some money aside, take some vacations, get in the rivers, go out and have have a good, healthy life. And that's what we're talking about here. From a system standpoint, from a guy from MIT who's risen up bottoms up, he's running for president. Um, again, one of the best things you can do is is just get some bumper stickers and some lawn signs and get out there and, and get, get these, educated. Yeah, get these bumper stickers and I'll show them again here. If you get, get educated, you know, yeah, just get, get educated. educated. Yeah, get the get bumper it. stickers, go get educated, become a truth for the health warrior scholar. You can, you know, just donate to the campaign. You can do that. But beyond donating, get on the ground. And by the way, Tim, let everyone know tomorrow, Thursday, right? is our open house. We do it every Thursday at 11 a.m. and 8 p.m. People can go to shivaforpresident.com slash townhall, or they can go to bashiva.com slash orientation. Share all those links, Tim, when you put this up so people can get it. But the bottom line is, when you come to the orientation or the open house, you'll see there's hundreds of other people all over the world. Uh, When I went to Sardinia, Tim, we did a demonstration. I mean, in Sardinia, 300 people showed up because they knew about our movement. Like literally within 10 hours notice. So our movement has gone out all over the world. And this is what I think they're most concerned about, Tim. This is why there's so much pushing Trump and Kennedy, because they got to sucker people back in, in a direct response to, to our movement, myself, and the movement for truth, freedom, and health. We're the real movement, which is empowering people bottoms up, not to give away your freedom to the swarm. Awesome. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you coming on and we will have you on again. Talk to you soon. Be well, Tim. Take care. Goodbye, everybody. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening again to The Health Hero Show. I'm your host, Tim James. And remember, change yourself, change your world. And we'll see you again on the next episode. Talk to you soon. You have just listened to The Health Hero Show with Tim James. (laughs) 